0: You're listening to Cambridge Exam Coach, a podcast for learners of English. I'm Christian, your host. Today it's Friday, the 19th of February, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about collocations with the word pain. Why talk about pain? Well, 3 weeks ago, I fell and bruised my back. It was very painful. I felt acute, sharp, and severe pain. Maybe you remember the ending of the episode I published on the 27th of January, where I told you I needed to lie down on my bed, because I was in pain. I felt terrible then. The good news is that the pain's almost gone now, so you can imagine that I am delighted. Finally I can start my days again with an early morning run. However, in the past three weeks I have felt different kinds of pain, When I tried to describe these feelings, I couldn't always come up with the right words and collocations. This inspired me to create a podcast episode about collocations with the word pain. And that's what you're listening to right now, at this very moment. So, what to expect? I'm going to go through numerous collocations with the word pain, and after each one, I'll give a quick definition if it's necessary. I'll do it fairly quickly. If you want to take this more slowly, you can check the transcript on my website cambridgeexamcoach.com and you can look up the words individually if needed. Yeah? Alright, here we go. First things first. The word pain is a noun. You can say to have pain, to feel pain, to be in pain or a something pain and something is an adjective. So let's start with acute pain. Acute pain means strong, serious, and specific pain. It feels bad. Imagine falling on your back like I did three weeks ago. I felt acute pain. According to the Cambridge Dictionary Online, it's also sharp in quality. Which brings us to the next collocation, Sharp pain. This is a specific pain in a specific point. Not a dull pain or general pain, but really a sharp pain. For example, a knife could create a sharp pain. Got it? Then we've got adjectives that you can use when something is very, very painful. Agonizing pain. Intense pain. Severe pain. Excruciating pain, terrible pain, and extreme pain. We also have awful pain and great pain. Careful though, great pain is not wonderful pain. Yeah, It's not like, oh, I just went to the gym and now I feel great pain because I lifted all these dumbbells. No, 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 no. It's not wonderful pain. Yeah, <laughs> It's bad pain. Then we have unbearable pain. That's pain that you can't bear. You can't handle it. It's too painful or unpleasant for you to continue to experience, according to the Cambridge Dictionary Online. Unbearable pain. So now you've heard numerous collocations with the word pain. And next up, I'll give you some other specific descriptions of pain. Yeah? All right. Here we go a shooting pain. A shooting pain is a pain that comes in quick. You experience this when you try to move a body part. For example, after I'd fallen on my back, then there were days when I tried to move my hip a little bit, I felt a shooting pain. It's awful. Yeah? So that's a shooting pain. Something, an experience... You experience this when you try to move a body part. Then we have a stabbing pain. A stabbing pain is a sudden pain. For example, he was awoken by a sharp stabbing pain in his chest. Yeah, a stabbing pain. Then we have a burning pain. A burning pain is, for example, a sunburn. You know what sunburn is, right? Sunburn is a condition in which your skin is sore and red Because you have spent too long in the strong heat of the sun. We can also say searing pain, a searing pain, and that's a very extreme pain. For example, a searing pain shut up her arm. Yeah, a searing pain. Then we have a throbbing pain, a throbbing pain. For example, a throbbing headache. Throbbing is like a series of regular beats, so it's a pain felt in a series of regular beats it's very very annoying very annoying a throbbing pain all right now we also have low level pain yeah for example we can talk about a dull pain a dull pain or a mild pain a little pain a slight pain yeah thankfully right now i've only got a slight pain in my back So nothing to worry about, yeah? A slight pain or a mild pain. We also got pain that goes on and on and on and on. Oh, annoying is that? Chronic pain, pain that you have to live with, or we can say constant pain, nagging pain. A nagging pain is used to describe an unpleasant feeling that continues for a long period of time, a nagging pain. Or you can say persistent pain. Yeah, so chronic pain, constant pain, nagging pain, persistent pain. Then we also have pain that comes and goes intermittent pain. Yeah, sometimes you have it, then it's gone, and suddenly it's back again. That's also annoying. <laughs> you finally get the idea that uh, it's gone, and then it's back again. Intermittent pain. All right. Wow, that's a lot of collocations with pain, right? But there's more. We also got other types of pain, like growing pains. Maybe you remember, you got those terrible growing pains in your legs when you were a child, right? Growing pains. We have labor pains, or, well, women have labor pains, because those are pains that a woman experiences when she's giving birth. And then there are also period pains. And these are pains that women experience once a month. All right. Um, That was an overview of collocation with the word pain. Again, if I went too fast, you can always listen again and pause the podcast. And you can also read the transcript on my website while listening. Repetition is necessary if you want to improve your English. And you can think, yeah, yeah, Christian, I know, I know. And then, I know, 95, 95% of the people who listen to this, they won't do it. <laughs> but anyway, repetition, repetition, repetition. Think of it as, you know, a sport or a dancer or a musician. They also have to repeat, repeat, repeat to become great at something, right? So, repetition, just do it. Okay, what do we got? Uh, there's something else that I wanted to talk about. What is that? Um... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, The word hurt. Yeah, let's look at the word hurt for a moment. This word can be either a verb or an adjective. So listen carefully. For example, I hurt my arm. Or my arm hurts. Yeah, I had a hurt arm. Yeah, so... You have to be careful because hurt can mean painful, but it can also mean injured. Now, what's the difference? You have to look at the subject of the sentence here, okay? If the subject of hurt is the injury, then it means it's painful. For example, my leg hurts. And that means my leg is painful. Got it? If the subject is a person, Hurt means an injury, for example, I hurt my leg, and that means, my leg is injured. Got it? So you could say, I've hurt my leg, and now my leg hurts, or I've hurt my arm, and now my arm hurts. Yeah? Finally, we also have the word hurtful, which means causing distress to someone's feelings. For example, these days you can find many hurtful comments on social media, unfortunately. yeah. These days you can find many hurtful comments on social media. Comments that cause distress to someone's feelings. Alright, that's it. Making this episode was useful for me, because now I can express much better what different pains I've had in the past three weeks. But I'm not only making these episodes for myself, I'm also making them for you, of course. So I hope this episode was relevant and useful useful for you too, right? Okay, so we're getting to the end of this episode, uh, but as always, I've got one more thing, so here we go. I just want to tell you a bit about the activities we're organizing on the Clubhouse app, the audio-only social network that is rapidly growing all around the world. So far, we're working on three different things. The first thing, exam preparation classes. These are small groups with a fixed number of speakers. I think right now, max eight. I'm not sure about that, but max eight, maybe, maybe 10, but I think eight. Public is allowed, yeah? So the rooms are public, but there's no speaking time for other people. It's like a small classroom and listeners can be a fly on the wall. Now, to get access to these uh, small groups as a a speaker, uh, I really urge you, I earnestly implore you to subscribe to the mailing list on my website, cambridgeexamcoach.com, because I will definitely give uh, people who are on the mailing list first priority when it comes to speaking access during the exam preparation classes. All right. Now, the second thing that we're going to organize are vocabulary building sessions. And here, everyone can be a speaker. We're going to try and replicate uh, vocabulary building activities. We usually do with students in our online classes. Uh, These sessions will probably start uh, early March. Nothing is set in stone yet, but we're definitely gonna do these. Yeah, accessible for everyone and everyone can be a speaker. And the last thing, the third thing that we're working on are speaking sessions. Uh, these rooms will have a topic and it's probably going to be freestyle. So uh, there will be like a discussion topic, for example, um, the disadvantages and advantages of electric cars, and then we'll go from there. But I'll probably share a PDF Uh, that people can use to find proper C1, C2 vocab. They can use to participate in the discussion so that everyone uh, has the ability to actually learn vocabulary that we need at C1, C2 level when we discuss about a topic like the advantages and disadvantages of electric cars. All right, Um, we've got plenty of ideas for these three different uh, rooms. And we'll figure it out as we go along. But I just wanted to share it with you already. Uh, I think uh, we will start doing these sessions frequently early March. Yeah, we need one more week to figure out how to start and then we'll go from there. All right. So if you want to be the first to know about all the different sessions we're going to start up, then do subscribe to the newsletter on the website, okay? especially if you're interested in joining our small classroom sessions focus on C2 exam preparation. And these sessions are starting in the second week of March. Just go to cambridgeexamcoach.com and sign up so you don't miss a free opportunity to improve your English to C2 level. Okay? All right, that's a wrap. I hope this episode was relevant and useful for you and I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Let me know your thoughts. It helps me to create better and better content for you in the future. So it's really useful if you send me an email or leave me a comment on the blog. Yeah? Okay. For now, I want to wish you a pleasant day or good night. And please take care of yourself and each other. All right? Speak soon. Bye-bye. I just checked uh, this episode again (laughs) to see if there weren't any big mistakes. And I noticed that I kind of like butchered the pronunciation of distress. So it's causing distress, not distress or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. So repeat after me. Causing distress. Distress. That's the correct pronunciation. Sorry about that. Distress. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture and even philosophy. patreon.com slash